Hey guys, Jeff here from besttechie.com with today's Techie Bites, episode number two. Get ready to rock and roll. The first thing I want to talk about today is passwords. Yep, passwords. Super important pieces of information that you use to log into an account on the web, into apps, into anything that basically you create an account for. So an app that I love and use every day called 1Password, it's available for Mac and Windows, Jack just announced the release of a, a checker that, they're, that, they've, that they've partnered with a company, uh, well, a guy, his name is Troy Hunt. Uh, you probably have actually been to his site before. It's Have I Been Pwned is the name of the site, haveibeenpwned.com. And what they've done here is really actually pretty cool. They made it so in in one password you can check to see whether or not a password that you currently use has ever been uh, pwned before, has ever been uh, hacked and used, uh, gathered, and has ever been essentially whether if someone's account um, doesn't necessarily mean it was your account that was hacked, but if someone's account was hacked and has the same password as you. Uh, it'll let you know. So then obviously, if that's the case, you want to change it, right? Uh, so this is actually pretty cool. And they do it They do it in a really interesting way, a way that's secure, um, but at the same time, uh, you know, helps you understand uh, whether your password's secure or not. So what they've done is they, they've, they've come up with this, this, uh, this algorithm, you know, uh, called K-anonymity. Basically, what it does is it applies the password hashes which is how uh, one pass one password stores your password um, in their system using what's called an SHA-1 hash, and then it applies the first five characters of the hash to uh, sends it to the server, where then it essentially then if if it finds anything that uh, matches up with the first five characters, then it goes down a list and just compares one by one essentially. Uh, the computer does this obviously uh, much quicker than a human would, uh, but it then compares how uh, the hash, the exact hash, and figures out whether or not the password is a match. And if it is, it'll tell you, and then obviously you're going to want to change that password. So this is a really cool new feature out by 1Password. Again, the app is available for Mac and Windows. They also have a web version uh, that you can use. The, it seems the new feature that they've released is actually only available on uh, if you pay for their subscription-based um, s- service as opposed to if you have purchased the app, at least at this moment. So it's just something to keep in mind. It looks really cool. Definitely worth checking out if you're a 1Password user. And uh, yeah, stay secure out there. Today... An app named Robinhood, uh, known for its free uh, tradings uh, of stocks and ETFs and options as well, without charging people uh, for each trade, uh, is now rolling out uh, to in a, in a select number of states, including California, Massachusetts, Missouri, Montana, and New Hampshire, uh, the ability to buy and sell Bitcoin and Ethereum with no extra fees. So compare that to... Uh, other other companies out there like Coinbase, which charge uh, 1.5 to 4% uh, in terms of fees uh, in the U.S., uh, now you can buy and sell 
uh, cryptocurrency, well, limited amount of cryptocurrency at the moment, again, Bitcoin and Ethereum for nothing. You can just, you know, you can buy and sell and trade as fast as you want, essentially, using Robinhood. Uh, the, the app today announced that they are, they are currently at 4 million users uh, using, using the app, up from 3 million users uh, back in November. And it also noted that they've done uh, more than $100 billion in transactions to date. And that equ essentially equates with their, according to them, to $1 billion in commission fees uh, being saved using platforms like uh, Robinhood, as opposed to using a, tr a stock trading service like E-Trade or Scott Trade, for example, which uh, usually charge around $7 per trade, uh, which obviously seems like a ridiculous amount of money to charge, uh, you know, per trade. Uh, anyway, I've never been a fan of those things. I've used Robinhood in the past, actually, and I've, I've actually, um, I think it's a, I think it's a great app. Um, it's a great way to get people in, involved in, you know, trading and, and learning about, you know, equities and, and things like that. Uh, and, and, you know, and hopefully saving some money for retirement. Uh, it, it's, it's a great platform. I still think that, you know, uh, there, there, there's, there's a need for having people like, uh, financial advisors and whatnot, but that's, you know, that's besides the point in terms of this particular piece of news. I think it's really cool that Robinhood is offering free, free, um, um, free trading for cryptocurrencies, uh, including again, Bitcoin, Ethereum. I think it's going to be huge. I think, you know, Coinbase, Coinbase has been, has been growing massively since the Bitcoin kind of, uh, you know, just exploded in in terms of its aware people the number of people aware about it and also its popularity uh same with ethereum has also driven uh, people to using coinbase because it's one of the easiest uh ways to set up a, a wallet and also to to buy and sell uh this cryptocurrency now i'm not sure exactly what they're going to do to compete to compete and to combat um uh this new robin hood um feature offering that, that that they have that being said i i think that they're going to have to do something um because frankly you know when when you're competing against free it's very tough and especially when uh coinbase has not ha has not um been known for uh you know not having you know essentially they've been having their fair share of issues lately uh they've they've run into issues uh with you know trading uh with pe people getting locked out um, from being able to sell or buy and just long kind of wait lines and queues and things like that we're all related to cryptocurrency so I'm, I'm curious to see how Robinhood handles um, you know the influx of users who are going to be using it to buy and sell cryptocurrency uh, clearly cryptocurrencies are, are, buy, are bought and sold at all times there there's no market like uh, you know that that opens and closes as, as, as is the case with equities so it'll be really interesting to see how, how things play out here but I'm curious, have you uh, bought have you bought any Bitcoin or Ethereum or any other cryptocurrency? Feel free to call and let me know. Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts on terms of cryptocurrency in general. I think it's an interesting space. I'm still a little on the outside in terms of, you know, fully seeing whether or not cryptocurrencies will be the future. Uh, I do think that they have a future in, 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 in the economy, but I'm not sure that they are the de facto future that people are making them out to be. That being said, I am bullish on the blockchain. I think that that has uh, some, uh, some wide-ranging capabilities there uh, and, and will and provide a lot of uh, innovation in that space. And it definitely seems that people in the Valley and also in the tech scene in general are, are very bullish on it as well. So anyway, 
yeah, I mean, will you sign up for Robinhood? Or if you're if you're in one of those states, you you know, there's a wait list currently that you can sign up for. Uh, I've actually signed up for the wait list as well, but since I'm not in one of those states that they're launching, I don't have access to it yet. So uh, definitely check it out, Robinhood, cool app. Uh, it's also great just for trading. Uh, and uh, let me know your thoughts. Here's a story for you. Uh, so since October, apparently, the emergency responders in Sacramento County, California, have apparently received over 1,600 false alarm 911 calls coming from an Apple repair and refurbishing site in the area. <laughs> now, now, if you can imagine, that's got to be pretty annoying. Um, so here, here's apparently how it's happening. There, There's no... It's not clear at this moment whether it's an iPhone, whether it's iPhones or Apple Watches to blame that are making these calls. But as you're probably aware, Apple has built in um, the ability to to use an uh, to to basically press and hold a button on your iPhone or your Apple Watch to trigger and call emergency response services. Um, so that way, you know, they can come basically help you if you need it. Uh, whether it be medical or, you know, some kind of other emergency. And it appears that in this refurbishing facility and repair site that, that these that these devices have um, been consistently calling uh, emergency responders to come over and uh, respond in, in, in not actually uh, having an emergency. And according to the, um, you know, According to the the people uh, who are these these emergency responders, it's actually impacting um, them. And uh, when they have other emergencies happening, they have to have a you know a, a dispatcher or, or another nine one one call that you know may may have come in, but they have to put on hold because they're having to figure out uh, whether or not that this particular uh, time that they're calling is a real emergency or not. So it is a problem. Uh, and Apple should definitely get to the bottom of this and figure out, you know, p- either put in a system in place when they have, when they bring a device to a, refurbish, a refurbishing or a repair site, that they disable that functionality uh, as like one of the first steps that they do when uh, when they bring it in as part of the whole process, assuming it, it can be disabled, that the phone is actually working. Um, but I think that's clearly definitely high on the list of things that needs to be done before any work or, you know, checking of the phone actually takes place. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm basically what it brings me to the question is this, have you ever butt dialed or accidentally, you know, uh, called uh, emergency services because uh, you held, you know, you were using your phone and you accidentally held down the, uh, the button to, to do that when you were either playing a game or whatever the case may be, uh, feel free to call and let me know. I'd love to hear your stories. I'll add them obviously. Um, to, to the podcast, uh, it could be any, it could be any, it could be any butt dial actually. Let's, let's just, let's open it. Let's open it right up there. Anytime you've butt dialed someone or an emergency service, uh, you know, operator, let me know. Feel free to let us know. Well, I'll look forward to hearing from you. Speak soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of Techie Bites. This has been episode number two. I look forward to hearing from you guys. Feel free to call in. Let me know if you have any thoughts on topics or stories you want me to cover and talk about. Happy to do it. Uh, You know, just got to call in through Anchor. And uh, yeah, well, till next time, we'll see you. And remember, 
you gotta take care of those computers.